Welcome to the new and improved Meet Houston Missions podcast. I'm your host, Paul Cannon, managing partner at Simmons & Fletcher. This podcast is about one thing, and that's connecting people who have a heart to volunteer with local missions that need people to volunteer. Anyone that's helping people in the greater Houston area is invited to be a guest. Today, our special guest on this is Tracy Brown, who is the executive director for an organization called Amazing Place Houston. I love the name, by the way, because Houston is an amazing place. So Tracy, welcome very much. Welcome to the show. Thank you for being on. Oh, thank you, Paul, so much for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be here. Absolutely. Um, Tell us about Amazing Place Houston, what you guys do, what you're all about, all that good stuff. So Amazing Place has been around um, for 27 years. We were founded at uh, St. Luke's United Methodist Church. Many, many years ago when a a minister to senior adults saw an increasing challenge as people with um, newly diagnosed with dementia or Alzheimer's really were struggling and their families were struggling. And so uh, this was Reverend Dean Robinson, and he felt that there was something the church could do to provide um, support for those with dementia and also education and respite for their caregivers. So amazing place was born, um, started in two converted classrooms at St. Luke's and then moved to its second location two years um, later. And at that point, Dr. Jim Moore, who was the senior pastor at St. Luke's said, you know, this is this mission and ministry is much larger than our church. So I'm going to reach out. And he reached out, I think, to 12 different churches of other denominations and said, will you join us on this journey? And in 1998, it became a collaborative board of directors supported by, at that time, 12 different churches who govern the organization, provide the governance and oversight. And in the 27 years, we have grown significantly. We are now in our location on at 3735 Drexel, where we have our state license day program for adults with mild to moderate dementia. And we have our connections program where we serve family caregivers with education, support groups, um, counseling, care consultation. Really, we support the family caregivers during this entire journey. We also, our, our mission is to empower lives disrupted by dementia and Alzheimer's. But we also are very um, keen on fostering brain health in our community. The statistics are, are quite overwhelming. At age 65, one in nine adults have dementia. By the time you get to 85, it's one out of three. And what we know is the baby boomers, the largest generation ever to turn 65, will begin turning 85 in eight years. So you will see an explosion of cases of dementia and Alzheimer's. So we are working very hard to continue to grow and provide excellent services to help not only those diagnosed, but also their families, and then educate the community on the things they can do individually and as a family to maintain a a high level of brain health 
throughout their lives. Wow. And so you indicated y'all do some education and you provide information and, and assistance to various caregivers. What all does that involve? About six years ago, we brought a program here to an amazing place called the Savvy Caregiver Education Program. And we deliver it in three different formats, a six-week class, which is two hours every week for six weeks a three-week class, and then a Savvy Advanced, which is for people a little further along in the journey. We have a master trainer here who leads those classes and is very adept at helping families understand the changes that are going on in their loved one. My mom had dementia and my sister and I both took the class. We both were caregiving for my mom. And it's just very interesting to bring families together to learn about their loved one and to understand that the changes and challenges they're facing, they aren't the person's fault. I mean, there are changes right. going on in their brain that they have different behaviors and, and different ways of acting that are often quite different from the way they were before dementia. So we help them understand and we develop um, work with them to develop strategies to help at home so that both the person with dementia and the family have a really high quality of life and enjoy this time. And, and there's an understanding of what's, um, what's happening. Wow. Well, there, you know, I can imagine there must be nothing more terrifying than forgetting who you are and not being able to remember your normal routines, your normal activities, things like that. But it's got to be equally as terrifying for the family members who are there on a day-to-day -day basis, trying to help out and, and don't have training and don't have experience or, or understanding of this because They've never experienced it before. It's not something we learn in grade school. Be prepared for this. And yet all of us probably, you know, at least one out of every nine of us should be, right? I, it's right. kind of scary. We have four parents, then we got a pretty good odds. At least one of them is going to get uh, this issue before uh, our lifetime ends and their lifetime ends. So it's it's kind of scary. It's great what you guys are doing out there. I was going to ask you a question. You guys are, uh, do you, how do you get your your people that do the training? How do you get the employees, the volunteers, the, I don't know if they're volunteers or employees, but uh, the people who are the boots on the ground, where do they come from? That's a, a great question. You know, we are a faith-based ministry and we're governed by churches. And I've always felt that God really understands how challenging this journey is. And he brings the most extraordinary people into this ministry to serve, whether they're staff members. We have a dynamic staff right now of about 36 people. We have a very strong volunteer corps that actually they their hours in 2022 equated to 6.1 full-time employees. That's how much our volunteers impact what we are doing. So we find people from um, really all sorts of backgrounds. I mean, we, we have in our day program, we have a licensed clinical social worker on site. We have an RN on site during our opening hours, which are 7.30 in the morning to six in the evening. So we have a lot of very well-trained clinicians. And then we have a lot of people who have a heart for it and may have experienced it as a family member or their grandparents had it and they have an interest. And so they, they join and are passionate and help share, um, you know, their wisdom with others. We really consider ourselves a relational ministry. This is, 
this is challenging. And so we need to be able to relate to um, those with dementia and their families um, on a very deep level. So we our, our team is, I can't brag on them enough. They're just extraordinary. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing how God will put the right people in the right place when you just open the doors. Let me ask you a question. I know when I hear about some of these different ministries that are in the Houston area like yours, and I, I listen to them, my first instinct when I hear about it is, wow, I don't have the kind of training and experience to be somebody who can get involved in that and, and make an impact or make a difference. How can somebody who's thinking that right now, that they don't have training, they don't have experience, they don't understanding of this, how can they be a part of a ministry like this? You know, desire, willingness, compassion for people. We have a fantastic volunteer director who will um, really cultivate people's interests and place them in. We do extensive training with our volunteers. So the process is first, our director will have a one-on-one -on -one interview and really learn about the person and what, why they're here, what they want to do. Then we have a two and a half hour training where we train them quite a bit about dementia and about communication. And then we have so many different places they can serve. We have a wonderful kitchen, for example, and we follow this memory preservation nutrition program, cook everything from scratch every day and deliver a three course meal that is brain healthy to all of our participants, which is wonderful. So we have People who just love to do prep, so they'll serve in the kitchen. We have people who serve at our front desk, who work in our participant program, teaching art, leading an activity. Some people just like to visit, so they'll sit and visit with somebody who has dementia and learn about their life story. So lots of ways to volunteer. From a staff perspective, in the um, aging space, there are tremendous challenges right now in the workforce. And so we are often trying to encourage people to go into this work with the aging population just growing by leaps and bounds. We're going to need a lot of good people in, in this field to take care of all of us, right? So we train people. I'm thinking about one of our staff members who came to us directly after college graduation and just had a passion. And that person is now a manager, has been with us, gosh, eight, nine years and has truly become a dementia expert. Oh, wow. So what I'm hearing is it sounds like it doesn't matter if they're teenagers, adults, uh, experienced, educated, uneducated, whatever. This is an organization that can find a place for anyone of any kind of background to help. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, you, you mentioned teenager. I have to point out, we have a very special um, program. We've had it for 13 years and it's called the STARS program. And it is, STARS stands for Student Training in Alzheimer's and Respite over the Summer. And we have 16 to 22-year-olds, and we train them um, all about dementia and Alzheimer's. They serve in our program all during the summer and become wonderful advocates and passionate, and they take it home to their families, to their schools, to their community. Um and it's been just a real godsend. We have had many people go through the STARS program and end up changing their major in college and oh, decide, wow. I want to go into this work. So that's very special. And, and we think 
that brain health should be um, something that is addressed throughout our lifetime. So we actually trained 11 of our 25 stars this past summer on becoming um, certified as um, sort of a brain health expert so they can teach their peers about brain health. Really exciting to see young people embrace this and, and understand the importance of it. That's awesome. It sounds like it involves a little bit of training in Everything from food prep to uh, you know, just to exercising the brain. Huh? Exercising the brain, the body, sleep, stress reduction. There are all sorts of things. But it was really fun to see the young people get excited about <laughs> learning this, right? And then sharing it with others. So if somebody wants to get involved with this organization, how do they reach out to you guys? How do they sign up? So our phone number is 713 713- Five five two zero four two zero. Our website is amazingplacehouston.org, and our volunteer director is Susie Howard. Um, she can be reached at s Howard at amazingplacehouston.org or through our phone line. I should mention, Paul, one of the exciting things that's happening at Amazing Place is. We have been in a campaign for the last several years to raise the funds to build our second location, um, which will be called Amazing Place West, and it will be situated on two acres um, in the Katy area just south of I-10 off Fry Road. So we are getting very close to breaking ground on our second location and just gives us a new way to serve a much larger um, community within Houston. Let me ask you that question um, about that specifically. What is y'all's vision? Specifically, what is your vision with Amazing Grace West and what it's going to accomplish? So it will have all of the programs and services we deliver here at our Houston location, um, which is our day program for adults with mild to moderate dementia, all of our caregiver classes, our community education, um, all of those things will be in both locations. Wonderful, wonderful. That'll give you the ability to serve an even greater area and uh, have a have a greater facilities for the services, correct? No question. You know, our founder, Dean Robinson at St. Luke's, felt that eventually this ministry needed four locations to serve this huge greater Houston area. So on to number two, and we're really excited about it. <laughs> Do you have any kind of fundraiser opportunities or events coming up that people can participate in or get involved in to help with that? Yes. Well, two things. We have one large annual fundraiser. Um, ours is coming up on October 18th, and we are very excited this year. You may have heard, you know, those of your listeners who are Netflix users may have noticed recently the new series that came out, Living to 100, Dan Butner's Blue Zones. Well, Dan's son, Danny Butner, who's um, an executive vice president in the Blue Zones Project, is going to be our speaker that evening. And we are so excited about we. We are big fans of the Blue Zone. So Danny Butner will be speaking on October 18th. It is at the Revere on Old Katy Road, which is a wonderful um, venue. And anybody interested in um, a, you know, buying a ticket or a table to that event can reach out to our development director. Her name is Ramsey Howell. She can be reached at our phone number or her email is rhowell.com 
H-O-W-E-L-L at amazingplacehouston.org. And we would love, we're just so excited about it. We'd love people to, to come and enjoy. Well, that is awesome. Um, I appreciate you taking the time to uh, hop on here and, and uh, just tell us about Amazing Place Houston and, and all the things you guys have going on. It sounds like y'all are busy. <laughs> we are. We are. But it, Paul, it's been such a joy to visit with you. And we're so grateful for the opportunity to share. Well, good deal. Um, is there anything else uh, that we haven't covered that I didn't think to ask about, about Amazing uh, Place Houston that uh, you want to get out there before we uh, end this call? You know, our vision is to end the stigma of dementia. The stigma really stops people from, you know, getting diagnosed and getting the help they need. And so just the ability for, for me to share, it helps eliminate that stigma. And we just hope people, it, we have people call us every day that just say, I think my mom might have dementia and I don't even know what to do. So if you think someone in your family is facing this and you need help navigating, just give us a call and we will help to the best of our ability. That is awesome. And that that phone number again? 713-552-0420. Well, I can tell just from talking to you, you have a big heart to help uh, in this mission and you're in the the right place to do it, it sounds like. Tracy, thank you so much for being on. Again, that is, that's Tracy Brown from Amazing Place, Houston. I'm Paul Cannon from Meet Houston Missions. I'm an attorney with Simmons and Fletcher, uh, Christian Trial Lawyers. If you're a missions organization and need volunteers, uh, people to help serve, get in touch with me. Uh, if it's the greater Houston area, get in touch with me. My number is 713-932-0777. Uh, my email is pcannon at simmonsandfletcher.com. We'd love to have you as a guest. No religious affiliation is required. Uh, so long as it is a mission about serving local people's basic needs, you're welcome here. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Paul. Appreciate it.